Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Vacation spending. Or on what Governor Youngkin is proposing. I'm Shana Stulen. Do you remember when Avatar first came out? That was 2009. And here we are about 13 years later. The sequel out this weekend playing at local theaters now. Christian Toto, our friend from Hollywood, will have a review coming up. It's 8 o'clock. Is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Dell Small Business. I'm Jennifer Kuiper in Chicago. The Great Plains and Midwest dig out as a winter storm moves east. WBZ-TV's Lexi O'Connor in Boston. Where we're not seeing snow, it's going to be raining and also windy, especially towards the coast. That's where we could see gusts near 50 miles per hour. So there is a wind advisory that has been issued for tomorrow. The same system spawned deadly tornadoes in the south, causing widespread damage. Louisiana Governor John Bell Edwards. Debris is being removed. There are lines, uh, transmission lines that are down in terms of electricity and new poles and new lines going up. The U.S. Senate backs legislation paving the way for the defense budget to hit a record $858 billion next year. The bill now heads to the president. It would pay for raise pay for troops and rescind the vaccine mandate. Voting continues as lawmakers try to avoid a government shutdown. A new plea from the White House to Americans as COVID cases rise again nationwide. More from CBS's Steve Dorsey in Washington. The Biden administration is once again urging Americans to get boosted ahead of Christmas and New Year's gatherings. It's also sending out more free COVID-19 test kits to U.S. homes and beefing up the number of personnel and equipment ready to help overwhelmed hospitals and nursing homes. Steve Dorsey, CBS News, Washington. A judge has handed down the longest prison term so far in the plot to kidnap Michigan's governor. Joe Morrison, Pete Busico, and Paul Beller were members of a paramilitary group that trained with Adam Fox, the leader of the scheme. The three were convicted of providing material support for a terrorist act. Joe Morrison telling the I court... I subject myself to you and ask for mercy upon me and my family. I, I send my, uh, my sincere apology to the governor, to her family, and all law enforcement who were affected. He received 10 years in prison. Musico received 12 years and Beller seven. Thousands of JFK killing documents are released, but still not all of the government records. I'm Tom Fody. Nearly 60 years after the fact, the National Archives is releasing about 13,000 previously withheld documents about the assassination of President John F. Kennedy. But that is far from all there is. Many more are still blocked from release by the White House, which still cites national security concerns. Wall Street takes a hit, wiping out gains it made this week. The Dow and S&P 500 were down over 2%. The Nasdaq fell over 3%. Bob Dahl with Crossmark Global Investments. The overall theme is earnings are disappointing. The Fed has more work to do, and that's not a great combination. Fewer Americans applied for jobless benefits last week. An average long-term U.S. mortgage rates inch down this week. This is CBS News. Dell Technologies Days of Deals start now with specials on select business PCs powered by 12th Gen Intel Core processors. Call 877-ASK-DELL. 803 on WTOP on Thursday night, December 15th, 2022. Georgetown at 46. Steady rain in places and down to 35 later. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. It's a follow-up first to a deadly road rage attack from southeast D.C. First there was a crash and then 
Investigators say someone not even involved in that accident was shot and killed by one of the drivers yesterday afternoon. WTOP's Mike Marillo tells us what led up to the shooting. It started as a crash involving two cars outside a gas station on Good Hope Road in Southeast, and police say before they got there, a man who was called to the scene by a woman driving one of the crash cars got into an argument with the other driver. According to D.C. police and court documents, 33-year-old Brooklyn Michael Lynn was the man who showed up, and surveillance video showed him aggressively approaching the car of the other driver involved, 44-year-old Anthony Williams of Gaithersburg. And during one of those approaches, Lynn was shot by Williams, according to police. Williams' attorney claims his client acted in self-defense and even though police charged Williams with second-degree murder, in court he only faced a gun charge and was released on GPS monitoring. A grand jury will likely have to decide if more charges are appropriate in the case. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. The recent shooting deaths of three football players at UVA have turned some parents into advocates, and we're now hearing from one victim's parents for the first time since their son was killed. I would like to advocate on his behalf. Um, for mental health and uh, gun violence laws. Deshaun Perry's mother, Happy Perry, has a message for families of people who may be troubled. When you see the red flags, seek help. Seek help. Because? It was my child this time. Next time it could be yours. The Perry family's attorney says he's looking into the University of Virginia's responsibility for what happened. Any potential lawsuit awaits the conclusion of a state investigation. Christy King, WTOP News. 8.05, and those of us in Virginia could soon be seeing more tax cuts. Governor Glenn Youngkin made his pitch today for additional budget amendments that include a billion dollars in tax breaks. The story from WTOP's Shana Stulen. Youngkin says the state can afford it, even with a recession looming. Overtaxation of Virginians, buckets of federal money poured into Virginia during the pandemic, and yes, strong management practices have left us flush with cash. The governor presenting his budget amendments. With split control, he'll need Democratic support to get them passed. He also wants to increase spending by $2.6 billion, with money going towards reversing COVID learning loss, raises for police, and a massive investment in overhauling the state's behavioral health services. In order for our great commonwealth to accelerate, we must work together. Lawmakers will tackle his proposals when the assembly comes back in session in January. Shana Stulen, WTOP News. Meantime, in Maryland, Governor Larry Hogan is making preliminary budget recommendations to Governor-elect Wes Moore at a time when the state has a pretty big budget surplus. We're talking roughly $2.5 billion in the surplus and $3 billion in the rainy day fund in Maryland. Moore is going to turn over his budget plan to the General Assembly on January 20th. That would be just a couple of days after he takes office. After years of planning and construction, Metro's Silver Line extension to Loudoun County finally opened last month. And people, we hope, are happily going to and from Dulles Airport and Ashburn. Well, now many people are wondering, what is the next major project for Metro? And this has been talked about for a long time around here. How about a Metro station in Georgetown or maybe National Harbor? That part is not news. We've been talking for a while now. There could be some money. That's the news tonight. NBC4 transportation reporter Adam Tuss tells WTOP recent comments from WMATA GM Randy Clark seem to show there could be enough federal funding to get things rolling. What he's saying is this project, which will have a price tag in the billions, no doubt, and it's not going to be able to be done without any sort of federal funding. So the, the general manager is saying, let's get an alternative plan identified, and then we can go ahead and apply for federal funding and then take the next step from there. Tuss says additional federal funding could also he- help bring a metro station to the National Harbor. It's something called a Blue Line Loop. It would uh, run uh, near Roslyn, of course, and take you to Georgetown and all around and down to National Harbor as well. So we'll keep an eye on that and see what the next metro project may be.
But we're definitely emphasizing this is decades down the road. Coming up after traffic and weather on WTOP, a lot of people have been waiting for the second Avatar film, which is now being shown at area theaters. And film critic Christian Toto has a review for us. So stay close right here to WTOP. Cancer doesn't ring the doorbell when it shows up. The Inova Seville Cancer Screening and Prevention Center, the first facility of its kind in the DMV, screens for common cancers, including lung, skin, prostate, and breast cancer that may not be showing signs. Because cancer often arrives without calling first, visit Inova.org prevent. That's Inova.org prevent. So nice to have you here at 808. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th, and when it breaks, Rich Hunter is in the traffic center. All right, traveling uh, westbound uh, Maryland 100, just west of I-97. All traffic remains stopped there as a result of a crash, so be extra careful as a result. Again, that's westbound 100, just after I-97. Everything's still stopped there. Any traffic coming west on 100 has to exit onto I-97 south. That's as far as you can go. If you want to go north, you definitely want to get off before that point as a result. Now, 97 northbound, there were a couple of crashes near the Brightview Drive overpass north of Benfield Road or Benfield Boulevard. Again, should find that you should be getting by two lanes to the right now past what's left of that crash. So that's better than it has been for a while. In Virginia, as of late, no major issues on I-95 or I-395. Uh, 66 westbound before you get to the Bellway, still cleaning up the crash along the right side, about halfway between Route 7 and the Bellway. Traffic still squeezing by, single file to left past that. Again, we've got closures from flooding from all the rain we've had over the last day. Lawyers Road remains closed in Vienna, East 100 Mill Road. Old Courthouse Road remains closed each way at Bestley Road. Over in Fairfax Station, Burke Lake Road have been closed between 123 and Kilkenny Lane. Haven't got the all clear on those as of yet. And over in Leesburg, Shreve Mill Road closed between Sicklin Road and Dulles Greenway. That also, as a result of flooding, be aware uh, as a result. Looking for a safe used car? Fitzgerald Automall has hundreds of good cars, trucks, and SUVs. Next to a new car, Fitzway used car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Amelia Draper. The storm system that brought us rain throughout the day today and some pockets of freezing rain west of Washington, well north and west of Washington, will move out of the region tonight. Just rain out there that will end very late tonight into early Friday morning with lows in the upper 30s to mid 40s. We'll have increasing sunshine throughout the day tomorrow and a bit of a breeze. Winds gusting up to 20, even 25 miles an hour at times with highs in the mid to upper 40s. So overall, a nice seasonable December day. As we look to the weekend, plenty of sunshine, but still a bit breezy at times and colder. On Saturday, temperatures warming to around 45. Sunday, expect a high around 40. Looking to next week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, looking dry. High still in the 40s and keeping a close eye on next Thursday and Friday for the chance of some snow. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Manassas at 39, Metro Center 46, and Frederick 37 degrees, down to about 35 overnight. Still seeing some rain, especially north and west of the Beltway in D.C., and we're watching that continue to push east. East of the Chesapeake Bay, that's still where the much heavier rain is hitting parts of Delaware and Maryland's eastern shore. As we say right now in Manassas, 39 degrees down to the middle 30s. And we're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 811.
New at the movies, the sequel to Avatar. It's just out. The film has started rolling in local theaters right now. The way of water connects all things. Before your birth and after your death. We got on Skype a little earlier with film critic Christian Toto to talk about Avatar 2, The Way of Water which is out 13 years after the original. It's got some of the same flaws as the first Avatar, but it is a ride. It is a spectacle. It looks amazing. And as much as I am a grumpy when it comes to 3D films, no one does 3D quite like James Cameron, and no one tells stories quite like him either. Now, it's set in Pandora once again. We've got our heroes from the first film. They're married. They've got children. They're happy. But then those sky people, the people from Earth, come calling, and they want to use this planet because the Earth is dying. And, of course, they're not exactly gentle and polite when it comes to getting what they want. So there's a conflict here again, and it pushes our heroes to the sea where much of the new film is set. Again, gorgeous, spectacular. You just can't say enough about the visuals. And James Cameron, the director, really is a, a fun storyteller. There are so many problems here, lots of plot holes, but he's putting on a razzle-dazzle show, and you really have to love and admire that. So for all the flaws, this is really enjoyable. I certainly recommend it. I can't imagine how different it will be at home without the 3D, without the big screen, because you want to see it in that setting as much as possible. Can we talk about a trend that we continue to see when it comes to Avatar or Doctor Strange or something from Marvel, people are going to rush to the theaters and fill those seats. But when it comes to other, we could say, in many cases, well-made movies, Oscar-bait films, it's crickets at the theater right now. Yeah, so one thing I feared as the pandemic ebbed, and it seemed like people were indeed going back to theaters, what about the more mature, the more sophisticated, the more adult-oriented stories? Will people see them in theaters? Now, there have been select examples where they have. Elvis certainly had an older skewing audience at very well all over the summertime. The Woman King made decent amount of money at the box office. Again, older skewing, but we've seen movies like She Said and Tar and Till and The Fablemans and Bones and All just really struggling in the marketplace. So this could be a blip or this could be the new normal where maybe those films go straight to streaming or they pop up on video on demand services and then the razzle dazzle, the big Marvel movies, maybe they occupy the theater. You know, it's too soon to tell, but the early indications are that could be where things are headed. Maybe the 2023 Oscar season will tell a different story. Christian Toto of HollywoodInToto.com on Skype. He strongly recommends Avatar, The Way of Water, even though he says the writing is kind of bad. <laughs> but he says the stunning visuals are worth it this weekend or whenever you get around to seeing the second Avatar. Coming up, the Caps host the stars tonight at Capital One Arena. Our own star, Rob Woodfork, will have more straight ahead. Here's Amy Hamilton, the Senior Cybersecurity Advisor, Policy and Programs for the Department of Energy, on the discussion, implementing a zero-trust architecture framework sponsored by Rubric. When do you first get visibility of somebody on the network? Where are we making those risk decisions? We found that lots of times in our department, people did not even know each other. But what we do find in big organizations there are those silos of excellence, if you will. And we have a real opportunity through ZTA to break down those barriers. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search Rubric. Data security is the new frontier in cybersecurity. For federal agencies, this means implementing a cloud-smart approach to data management without adding complexity. Rubric can help your agency protect your data from cyber threats by using enhanced analytics and mitigating sensitive data exposure. Rubric protects your data wherever it lives, across enterprise, cloud, and SaaS, so you can become unstoppable. At Rubric, our mission is to let you focus on yours. Rubric, R-U-B-R-I-K. Visit rubric.com federal. 
Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 8-15, and here's Rob Woodford. All right, Capital Star still scoreless in the second period in D.C. We're still waiting to see if Alex Ovechkin can uh, get a goal to tie Gordy Howe for the second most on uh, uh, all-time goals at 801. But so far, just a lot of shots and none of them uh, getting through as uh, uh, the Capitals getting off uh, 19 shots. The uh, Stars with 16 shots. And uh, the Capitals uh, missing out on a uh, power play opportunity. In fact, both of these teams are for one on the power play. Thursday night football now officially underway in Seattle. They just uh, kicked it off. The Seattle Seahawks uh, hosting a 49ers team that can clinch the NFC West with a win tonight. Brock Purdy getting the start for San Fran in this all-important game that actually benefits Washington in the wildcard playoff race if Seattle does lose. The uh, commanders back at practice. The only non-participant was Sadiq Charles on uh, what is a pretty banged-up offensive line. Uh, Andrew Norwell limited today and uh, of greater significance, the top running backs, Antonio Gibson and Brian Robinson Jr., both limited with leg ailments. The NCAA's next president is Massachusetts Governor Charlie Baker, He's taking over from Mark Emmert, effective March the 1st. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. It's 817 right here on WTOP. Some new information tonight on an infamous case that became known as the D.C. Mansion Murders. The man convicted of the gruesome 2015 killings in northwest D.C. was just denied a retrial. While the D.C. Appeals Court agreed that Darren Wint's lawyer should have been able to present an extra witness, it said the evidence against him, the client, was overwhelming. Wint held three members of the Savopoulos family and housekeeper Vera Figueroa hostage for 19 hours before killing them and setting the mansion on fire. Wint's trial was the subject of WTOP's award-winning podcast, 22 Hours, An American Nightmare. Stories that we're working for you this hour or working on for you this hour. The U.S. Senate hopes to vote on a spending bill to avert a government shutdown by tomorrow. Experts and D.C. leaders got together today to discuss the district's plan for reducing gun violence. And the search is on for suspects in a home invasion and robbery near Capitol Hill by men posing as FBI agents in tactical gear. Stay with WTOP for more about these stories later in the hour. 818. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Rich Hunter in the traffic center. I will start you off in Virginia. First issue, we had uh, one of our listeners called in a broken down tractor trailer. Center of the roadway, 95 northbound. Between the Fairfax County Parkway and the exit for 644. They got him safely over to the right shoulder. Maybe crowding the right lane just a teeny bit. But again, all lanes are open getting past and a heavy duty record looked like he was going to hook up but he just pulled off so there may be some additional issue there that won't be solved easily but at least he is mostly on the right shoulder 66 westbound still cleaning up the crash before you get to the capitol beltway again single file left get you by there uh just a brief or abrupt slowdown it's gotten better with lighter volume west of the beltway as of late nothing in your way as far west as haymarket's been a pretty good ride Bellway in Virginia between Alexandria and McLean also cleared out. Multiple issues we had in Alexandria on both loops of the Bellway long gone. Maryland Bellway in pretty good shape as well. They may be checking for a crash on the inner loop between 29 and University Boulevard. A little bit of a slowdown headed east of Georgia Avenue that way, so be careful. For now, uh, still some lingering delays on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway northbound headed toward the Bellway, then north of the Bellway off and on up toward 197. And again, up near Route 32, but again, nothing reported in the roadway as of late. Big issues have been over in Anne Arundel County. 
an I-97 northbound. Uh, the crash was near the Brightview Drive overpass. It does appear that they finally got that completely out of the roadway. However, if you're 100 westbound, just west of I-97, all traffic's being diverted to exit 13A. That's the exit to go south on I-97. So you don't necessarily want to go south. You can self-divert early. Take I-97 north up toward Baltimore. But again, westbound 100 traffic cannot get through. Eastbound, though, the lanes are open. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Amelia Draper. Rain showers will taper off overnight tonight with cloudy skies remaining and lows in the upper 30s to mid 40s. So no worries of a refreeze tomorrow morning with temperatures staying above 32. We will start off Friday with clouds and then have increasing sun throughout the day. But of a breeze tomorrow with highs in the mid to upper 40s. The weekend is looking dry but cold. Our average high now in the upper 40s. On Saturday, we'll have highs in the low to mid 40s with plenty of sun Plenty of sun again on Sunday, but temperatures only warming to around 40 and still a little bit breezy out there this weekend. Looking ahead to next week, next Thursday and Friday, which includes Christmas Eve Eve Day on Friday, there's the chance for some snow in our area, something we'll continue to monitor. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Hyattsville at 46, Fredericksburg 37, Foggy Bottom 46. Wouldn't that be something? A white Christmas for a change. I can remember certainly some cold Christmases recently and some that were actually kind of warm. But I don't know that we've seen snow in a while. We're brought to you by New Look Home Design. Pay for half your new roof later and half never. Coming up on WTOP. Maryland hunters are putting hunger in their targets. I'm John Dome in 821. Stay with us. Now the small business buzz, packaged by the UPS Store. Despite the online retail giants and big box stores, consumers will spend an estimated 40% of their holiday shopping budget at small businesses. A total of $88 billion, Intuit QuickBooks says small businesses are projected to hold 70% more revenue this year than last holiday season, and it says it makes this the perfect time for small business owners to lean heavily into their holiday marketing campaigns and a good time to launch a new product. I'm Jeff Claybaugh. At the UPS Store, we have everything to help small business owners be unstoppable. So if you need printing, we'll be the printing store. I need help printing brochures. My at-home printer became self-aware. Of course. The UPS Store can print. Wait, you said self-aware? Yeah. One day it was saying it was low on ink, and the next it was saying it wanted to rule the world. Weird. Well, whatever you need, we've got you covered. The UPS Store can help small business owners be unstoppable with our printing services. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. The UPS Store locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours may vary. See Center for details. 822. Why buy a boring new car when you can have an amazing certified pre-owned luxury car from Select Auto Imports? Select is a five-star dealer that has been in the D.C. area for more than 30 years. Customers know that the BMWs, Mercedes, and Maseratis at Select feel like they are brand new. Drive your dream car with no payments for three months. And for a limited time, all premium vehicles are up to 33% off MSRP. Select Auto Imports in Alexandria, Virginia. Drive luxury for less. And Find out what drives you. At United Bank, the community bank of the nation's capital, we know the financial decisions you're making to keep your families and future secure. With a long history of safe, sound, relationship-driven banking practices, we provide our customers with peace of mind protection. We offer the best of both worlds, the technology, products, and expertise you expect from a big bank, but with the personal touch and local decision-making only a local community bank delivers. Learn more at Bank with United. United.com. Member FDIC. This is WTOP News. It is 823. 
We're covering campaign 2024 already here on WTOP as Virginia Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin addresses speculation that he might make a run for the White House within the next year. I'm not sure one has to make a decision. I think what I what I am really focused on is delivering for Virginians. And sometimes that's the decision that prevails. So right now, my commitment is to do the best job I can as governor of Virginia to deliver results and to make Virginia the best place to live, work, and raise a family. Youngkin made the comments during an interview with Fox News when asked about former President Trump's 2024 announcement. The governor, Youngkin, says he thinks voters want to move on from Trump. Youngkin was endorsed by the former president at one point. Well, election 2022 here on WTOP and looking into the new year, a new development tonight in the upcoming election to replace the late Congressman Donald McEachin. You might recall that he died last month from cancer, weeks after being reelected to represent Virginia's 4th Congressional District. The special election to replace McEachin is now set for February 21st. That means Democrats are scrambling for a new nominee. The hopefuls include State Senators Jennifer McClellan and Joseph Morrissey. And today, a third hopeful, State Delegate Lamont Bagby, said he's dropping out and he's endorsing McClellan. In a statement posted to Twitter, Bagby said McClellan is the only candidate fit to replace his late mentor. The Democratic primary is set for December 23rd. An outdoorsman's group in Maryland is putting hunger in its sights. That is helping people that don't have a lot to eat. You don't even have to be a hunter to help. It's called Hunt Down the Hunger, and it's asking hunters to donate their catch to help feed those in their communities. And there are lots of butchers and processors around Maryland and Virginia that will help make it happen. Once the deer's checked in and field dressed, you can take it to one of those participating butchers. Josh Wilson's the executive director of Farmers and Hunters Feeding the Hungry, a Hagerstown area nonprofit. They'll take it from there, and the meat will make it to a food bank or a soup kitchen in need. Those who don't hunt can also donate to help cover those expenses. Well, the average deer is going to yield around 40 pounds of nutritious meat. It's usually $65 or more to process a deer, but it fills a lot of plates. You're looking at about 160 meal servings from each deer. John Dome in WTOP News. Money News 25 and 55 with Steve Dresner. It was another day of losses across the board on Wall Street. The Dow fell 764 or losing 2.2%. The S&P 500 was down 99 and the NASDAQ fell 360 or losing 3.2%. And tomorrow, a popular Arlington coffee hangout will be closing its doors for good. San Francisco-based Phil's Coffee, who first opened on Wilson Boulevard back in early 2019, will be closing the their only Northern Virginia location for good. That'll leave Adams Morgan and the Navy Yard locations open for business. Steve Dresner, WTOP News. Got to say, I love that mint iced coffee from Phil's. Well, anyway, uh, taking a look at the Asian markets tonight, Australia, it's down half a percent. Tokyo stocks down one and a half percent. So there seems to be a hangover here from Wall Street earlier today. Pretty bad, as you heard Steve mention. The Nasdaq was down more than 3%. We'll keep watching it at 25 and 55 here on WTOP. Straight ahead, some action in the Senate. Not yet, though, the action that's needed to prevent a government shutdown. We'll get the latest from our Mitchell Miller. When people have a craving to explore new and traditional Asian cuisines, they head to P.F. Chang's, where scratch-made dishes come from the 2,000-year-old tradition of wok cooking. P.F. Chang's wanted to...